Hey, y'all turned 30 this weekend. Jasmine showed it. And when I tell you I got to make my Southern rap dreams come true by essentially recreating slash creating the film version of Outcast Players Ball this weekend. <laughs> it was a bunch of films. I must say that I was satisfied. You know, there was Uno cars. There was uh, Girl, lights. Yeah. That food from Florida Avenue Grill. Delicious. Blessed. Yeah. Uh, Twerking. We had a photo shoot. So many rotations happening. I Put mean, one up for all 30 Every years. 30 <laughs> Every year. Every year was represented in a rotation. Then I was like, I already got one in my head. What the fuck? Is this number three? This is number 15. Oh. We're, we're, in, your pre, we're in your teenage years right now. I mean, people falling out within the first hour and a half. <laughs> Not I. I lasted. We some real ones, shrill ones around yes. here. Uh, I went to sleep on the couch. Shit, cool. You had to tuck my ass in. I, was, <laughs> I did. <laughs> Jessica came and tucked the bitch in. I think at one point I was like in like phase two of my sleep cycle. And I was like, Jasmine, can I stay here? <laughs> I was like, yeah, baby, just just keep your legs up. Just actually, <laughs> you already blanket. sleep. You sleep. <laughs> you been sleep. I done burned sage. I done talked Ooh. to my grandma. I done unwound and said my prayers. I done drank Wrapped water. Wrapped your hair and shit. <laughs> Took your vitamins. Like, and the bitch is like, oh, is we still twerking? <laughs> The whole next day, Jasmine, when I say the only thing I did was take, get up, go to Whole Foods, because I felt like I knew I wasn't going to do, like, I knew I wasn't going to move, so I didn't need to consume too many calories that weren't, like, a piece of a cucumber and some tempura. Necessary you know what I mean? for healing. Right. Just like, get your cells renewing themselves. Exactly. That kind of food. Like, you need to eat something with seaweed in it, you know, that type of... <laughs> That type of night. <laughs> I should have been with you because I don't know what happened to my immune system. It just did not work out for me. I woke up the next morning like at 7 a.m. Just so thrilled that it was my 30th birthday yes. on Sunday. Um, and I really brought in my birthday just full of ass shaking. Um, I don't really even think I engaged much with people actually at the party. That's how lifted I was. I was just in the mirror bouncing that ass just doing the shit i was gonna do anyway <laughs> right but this time in a dress and with people a very beautiful dress i might add thank you that dress was sickening the flowers on that motherfucker you look like a hd bitch thank you yeah. thank you i would i would definitely tell y'all where i got it from but i just feel don't like don't tell this nobody person, else about my fucking spot i know <laughs> and i also feel like at this point they owe me a check no they definitely do they definitely need to make us spokespeople because <laughs> right. we always got the fashions and people always asking us where we got it from <laughs> literally anything we touch y'all like but uh and did that fit true to size <laughs> so what is you about a 2x <laughs> oh so you got a one in this okay great girl because i'm on the site right now bitch i'm about to buy this motherfucker like and that's how you have to be when you're a fat girl and you find cute clothes like honestly truly because half this shit is just whack like yeah. it's just trash ass clothing girl number one number two not all of us is part of snatch 
waste game. Shout out to Amber. You know, Amber is team no waste. I am team always. You know, <laughs> you know. And I just want to say this. I said this on my social. Shout out to all my niggas with love handles. You know, handling that love. Amen. You know, you out here thriving. You know, being the best you can be. But you need some more realistic people. You know, yes, realistic bodies. Like just to see what 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 it's looking like. What what it's hitting for. You all know? sizes need apply. Thankfully, yeah. yes, mm-hmm. all body types. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, thank everyone who came out to the Yay. Dirty 30 South kickoff with the KOS. Amen. Um, and yeah, I'm the next phase is chilling on the beach in Florida. Yay! Before jetting off to spend a week with my family. Amen. Get your maybe just center yourself. Yes. Y'all pray for me, okay? Holidays are a thing. They are a thing. They, we love our family. We say this every year. Truly. It's just when you ain't in your own shit with people who still treat you like the age that you left, <laughs> <laughs> things are hard. Anyway, God bless. Um to the universe. <laughs> this is Amber J. Phillips, the High Priestess of Black Joy. And this is Jazz, the King of the South. And you are listening to the Black Joy Mixtape. Hey, what do you do? Ow. I want a pretty Bugatti or a Ferrari. You know the one like Tiger Boy Kylie. You know the ring like Mick or Nikki. Run an empire, but you gotta eat the cookie. Gotta eat the ass. Gotta spend the cash. Gotta spend all of your dough on me. Tell your other bitch you be back round three. You hit the club, but you really with me. We be in the tub with the bubbly. I be like your drug OT on me. Said this pussy ain't free. Now this pussy ain't free. Man, you gotta spend his cash on me. Said this pussy ain't free. Now this pussy ain't free. Now you gotta spend his cash on me. Since I turned 30, yes. Amber decided, has decided to become a comrade with me and get my shit together <laughs> now that I've entered this new decade of my life. <laughs> also known as becoming an adult, you know. <laughs> you spiritual people call it, you know, walking in my purpose. <laughs> So you magical motherfuckers call it a Saturn's return. Yeah, I'm, which I am concluding, yes. thankfully. So that means Amber and I have to talk to more white people. <laughs> so this week, <laughs> okay, white people have let us know <laughs> that we need to do a better job of instructing y'all that we need y'all to use the hashtag. Black Joy mixtape, as well as rate, yes, follow, yes, and subscribe, yes, to the Black Joy mixtape on iTunes, yes, Google Play, and then lastly SoundCloud, <laughs> because nobody cares about SoundCloud but us and SoundCloud and maybe Chance the Rapper. Yes, leave a comment. Leave a message so that we can prove why we deserve to be here. Actually, no. We know we deserve to be here. We just need y'all to, like, show the world. You get it? Show and then share it. So y'all gonna have to start doing tutorials with your cousins on how to find podcasts. Yes. Specifically on how to get the podcast from the iTunes, because a lot of y'all got iPhones, but there's mm-hmm. a lot of your cousins who are dealing with the digital divide who have no idea that podcasts or niggas talking exists on their <laughs> phone. phone. <laughs> Literally, you can tune in at any moment 
to niggas talking from your phones. And all y'all love the breakfast club, so I know y'all love to hear niggas talk, even if the niggas don't make sense. <laughs> we make sense right. at the Black Joy Mixtape. Amen. So again, the hashtag is <laughs> hashtag Black Joy Mixtape, as well as rate, follow, subscribe to the Black Joy Mixtape on iTunes, Google Play, and wherever you download podcasts, and you can possibly listen to it on SoundCloud. Keep following on SoundCloud. Them numbers kind of cute. I like them. I do, and I also love me some motherfucking SoundCloud. But yes, y'all, download it. Teach your cousins. If you listen to our show on SoundCloud, literally just search podcast on your iPhone and go find the Black Joy mixtape and subscribe. Boom. We love you. We mean it. Honestly, truly. And speaking of podcasts, quick thing, Jasmine and I talked to the god that is Randy Gloss on her podcast called Help Me Understand, and we shared our cuffing season stories. Oh, snap. So not only... Then we follow directions and tell y'all the hashtag and where to rate, follow, and subscribe. Now we are doing crossover shows. Hey, you see that? You see that? Man, niggas turn 30, start hitting benchmarks. <laughs> Let me tell you. But yeah, y'all got to check it out. We already listened to the clip of us talking at one. It's so funny to me that like... As if you all haven't noticed yet, I literally take talking about love and relationships zero seriously on any microphone ever. But it's the most serious romantic <laughs> that I know. <laughs> and Jasmine, however, could give a fuck what you niggas is talking about when y'all be sliding into her DMs all the time. However, she shares all the love advice of how to like Make sure you are centered and well within your love and how to find it. But to clarify, (laughs) I keep a healthy, unbothered spirit about me. And, you know, I'm also, I I am really soft and (laughs) I taste like, you know, hope. Yeah. So exclusive, as you said, if you ain't offering exclusive shit, you don't get exclusivity. You know what I mean? Like uh it's just not. Yeah. So, and I'm just a listening ear. I'm a good, you know, I'm a good talker, you know. She really is. And, you know, people like the sound of my voice. (laughs) Uh, It just reminds them of their grandmama. And just it's a mix between, you know, the baddest bitch you ever did see and just a mother's love. Like, it's just (laughs) all of that mixed into one. And next thing you know, you caught up in a rapture, like uh, Anita Baker song. And you're just thinking about me and thinking about my sin and shit. Okay, Jasmine. Anyway, I said all that to say. fucking messages. Not at all. (laughs) Hey, baby, how you doing? You know who I'm talking to. You. 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 Just you. Oh, just you, you, baby. Maybe. But you. Definitely you, though. You, though. This is definitely for you. All right. Okay. You probably think this track is about you, don't you? It is. <laughs> Whoever you are. <laughs> Johnny ain't got no fucking sense. But yes, we shared our cuffing seasons. We did. And if you want to hear specific stories, so I think on Black Joy Mixtape, we we are very cute and coy. Not we aren't coy, but we don't really give no. details. If you want to hear an actual story, 
a recount of cuffing season, like one story, you should head on over to yes. help me understand by Randy Gloss. Yes. Randy Which is, is SoundCloud, um, on SoundCloud is Gloss Rags. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Randy. All right, Jasmine, are we warmed up? Are we ready? Also, full transparency, this week is a doozy, y'all. Jasmine not only celebrated her 30th birthday, but she got sick. And I am just up to my ears with dealing with fuckboys. So I'm just tired this week, y'all. But we have a lot to talk about. Please send your resumes over to <laughs> the Black Joy Mixtape at gmail.com and dust to fuck niggas. Dust. To dust. Ashes to ashes. Anyway. White people have no self-control. Goddamn, goddamn, goddamn. Mm-hmm. So where are we starting this week? People with a history of self-mutilation, bipolar disorder, depression, and drug and alcohol abuse can now seek waivers to join the army under an unannounced policy enacted in August, according to documents obtained by USA Today. The decision to open army recruiting to those with mental health conditions comes as the service faces the challenging goal of recruiting 80,000 new soldiers through September 2018. Well, so, <laughs> y'all, we understand that mental health is a thing and they should be able to get jobs. However, this is really clear that one, this policy was a secret. And two, <laughs> it's to build the numbers of recruiting classes into the army, which can only mean one thing wartime. Yeah. One, we also know that <clears throat> people who are in the armed forces do not get a ton of support once they leave. No. So the fact that you are lowering standards for people who already are self mutilation. Yeah. You're admitting people who already have, you know, war, being at war isn't easy. That no. alone is a very traumatic experience. We know tons of soldiers who are faced with PTSD when they come home. So the fact that the military is actively because of their need recruiting people who already don't have those services, mental health services, or have access to the things that they need into the military and then putting them in a very violent situation without any real follow up during their service or after for taking care of themselves. One of the, there's like a huge issue with rape in the armed forces. Um, there's a huge issue with women actually being able to access abortion in the armed forces. And to combine all that stuff together in what we know is a very toxic and masculine violent. and violent situation yeah. is um, without any word of them increasing, you know, resources for folks who are self-mutilating or have mental health issues and want to serve their country. Or increase resources for veterans. So according to The Hill, McCain, John McCain, the chairman of... <laughs> that nigga Kane. That's such a race. I feel like Kane is like a really racist last name. Girl, the chairman like of... You use, like you changed that shit from sugar cane, you know what I mean? Like... You're like, yeah, we should put Mick in front of this, mama. According to the Hill, <laughs> McCain. You know that nigga owns slaves. You know his family did. 
According to The Hill, John McCain, the chairman of the Senate Armed Forces Services Committee, said his committee was not notified of the policy change prior to the article, an issue the senator has railed against for months. Yeah. He says, quote, it's a problem that, frankly, that this committee is having with this administration, McCain said during a hearing Tuesday. He said, quote, we should have been told about this before it showed up in a USA Today article. The Army did not respond to a question of how many waivers, if any, have been issued since the policy was changed. The policy was changed back in August. USA Today reported on it this week. Wow. It's November, y'all. Yeah. We don't know how many ways to tell y'all that white people, even you all, unless you are in top-notch control, you are also at risk for being treated how we're being treated. Do y'all understand that? Like, it's not actually going to be niggas and Mexicans who are going to take anything away from you. It's going to continue to be the wealthiest amongst us that will make decisions and laws and policies on top of the government we have put in place for ourselves. And continuing to create policies that enable... You know, these people who are very violent in our communities, these mass shooters, yeah. this policy does not uh, decrease mass shooters in any type of way. It does not create uh, a pipeline to make sure these people are supported meaningfully. It's literally just giving them a gun and the training to use it. Mm-hmm. So, all right, that's enough of that. Next headline, even though us good people at the Black Joy Mixtape do not believe that trans people should have to serve in the military to get the rightful health care they deserve. Hello. We're happy to report that Nan, the person folks are calling, quote, President Trump, (laughs) took an L in the name of righteousness when an active duty service member underwent gender transition surgery Tuesday. This is the first such procedure approved under a waiver allowing the Pentagon to pay for the operation. If y'all remember back in August, the person that NBC News refers to as, quote, President Trump or non, as we like to call this person here, signed a memo to halt future funding for sex reassignment surgery and also barred the Pentagon from accepting transgender recruits. Two organizations filed lawsuits challenging the move, and a federal judge blocked both bans last month. Good job, y'all. Good job. Trans people in the future, babies. Like, let's keep going in this direction. Let's make sure that it doesn't stop at the U.S. military. Ashe. And I just want to repeat, I am sick this week, so we are moving on to the cool color color collection. <laughs> Niggas is not fucking around this week. <laughs> she said, listen... <laughs> That's what's going on. <laughs> that concludes why people have no, no self control. Next up, Cool Color <laughs> Colorblind Collective is accepting new members. Um, you, we love when y'all recommend them to us also on Twitter. But so this week, article broke out that D.L. Hughley had a baby with another woman who was not his wife, and that woman's boyfriend killed the child. So Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club shared a teaser from an interview she did with D.L. Hughley on her podcast, Lip Service. 
Um, and D.L. Hughley says, and I quote, y'all are like, well, how is he getting a cool color mind collective? Well, we're going to explain that. Okay, D.L. Hughley says, end quote, I had knocked this chick up and had the baby and the baby got killed by her boyfriend, Hughley stated. He goes on to say it was horrible, horrible experience. I had this baby that I'm paying for. <laughs> I'm a boy. I was scared. I was married and I was just starting out my career. Following the clip, um, Charlemagne the God drops one of Clue's bombs in honor of the pain that D.L. Hughley faced and not the mother of the child that was actually parenting the life that was lost. And also a victim of domestic abuse, clearly. Hello. Hello. Domestic abuse that ended in the loss of a young male child's life. Yeah. Boy child. If y'all into gender, yeah, masculinity also harms future generations of masculine people. It does, and to me, this this story was so disturbing because one D.L. Hughley talks about this happened early on in his career, and that he never. Not only did he not tell his wife about the affair. He didn't tell his wife about the child, and he also didn't tell his wife about the murder of the baby. He went through all of this alone, which I think is important to mention because honestly, when black men are suffering, y'all are awful to be around. Honestly, and the fact that this woman is uh, didn't get a name, uh, maybe we're talking about privacy, but the fact that he's calling this woman a chick, a chick is also very repul- repulsive. It does not honor that the pain that this woman had to move through. It's just so many details from this story that just leaves D.L. Hughley in isolation. He tells the story. He ends it with, I wish you would have told me earlier so we could have did this together. That's what his wife said, yeah. When he finally decided to tell her years later, we don't find out how many years. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's because of subpar journalism or what, but... (laughs) Uh, what details I did hear though, I think the Black Joy mixtape has done a lot of work to talk about the second leading cause of death is intimate partner violence. And while we talk about uh, women being victims, there are a lot of children who are also lost in the crossfire of these domestic uh, violent relationships. And also, it doesn't necessarily speak to what are the conditions in which black women are coerced into these situations. Because clearly this woman is a secret because this person was married. D.L. Hughley was married. Right. And... He even in the interview refers to the the child as this... This I'm paying this for. This baby that I was paying for. No, that was your child. That was your son. Yeah. That was yours. That was flesh of your flesh. And like, I, I get the humanity of seeing D.L. Hughley as sharing this very traumatic story. But I think black when sometimes when black men hear these stories from each other, they never do the extra dive of like, what about everybody else but you? Like, what about this person who wasn't just paying for this child, but raising this child that was killed, murdered? Yeah. And in addition to dealing with what, I don't know if there was agreement or not, in addition to dealing with the trauma and the harm of you 
only paying for this human. You know, there's there's so much there. And I, I just want us to have more conversations about the impacts of our decisions. Lots of men talk about side chicks and side hoes and all this other shit they have to say. But there's a reality here that these people are human beings. Like, and people create other human beings. And what's your responsibility to being a nigga who's like, y'all talk about smashing and all this other stuff? Like, what is actually the responsibility of being in a relationship with multiple women? How are you actually caring for them and not treating... Yeah, they might not be your main priority, but there's still a human interaction here that you need to be caring for. Creating all this propaganda around not using condoms based on the vibe, right? So, Like, Drake and them, like, that's why that shit ain't funny. No, it's not, because then you all end up being all resentful for a woman's body doing exactly what they told you it does. What it shows you it does every single month. There's a reason why we menstruate. We menstruate because our bodies are literally preparing to get pregnant. There's a whole cycle. Our breasts form like aligning, you know, to prepare for breastfeeding. Mm -hmm. You know, our uterine lining is getting all prepared to hold like a a sack of human. Girl, so much Just so much happening. And then when that just doesn't happen at the end of your cycle, whether that's 28 days, 31 days (laughs) or whatever. I need to stop describing it like that. It's a beautiful process. <laughs> love your periods. I love my period and that bitch be tripping. <laughs> you know, she be trying it. And I think this this world needs to honor at least two days of paid leave every feel, month. I, I would feel totally different about my period if I got the sick days to address my period. Honestly. Honestly, like capitalism is fucking up my relationship with my body. I am really praying <laughs> to God that my period shows me a little mercy and don't show up to next week. Yeah. But I got a feeling she gonna show up on Friday and I don't know what I'm gonna do when I'm at work. I just <sighs> don't know. But anyway, the point remains, yeah. alright, what healing actually looks like is uh and again i don't know what agreement dl hughley has with his wife or the mother of this child that he lost but i do know that healing can't actually take place until you can be accountable for all people involved in this situation or even talk more about like What was that like? For what you? was that like the in a process. real way? Yeah. As well as what what's think about toxic masculinity. Think about uh how you are also a participant. Like I think that masculinity works really hard to separate themselves mm-hmm. from uh overt kinds of violence. Uh, degrading the mother of your uh, your child to some chick is it isn't fair it isn't fair especially when she also lost a son, like a child a child her child i think this goes back to like when we were talking about 444 that there's you know this reckoning jay-z is doing for beyonce and for his family but there is this big gap or erasure about What does it look like to circle back around once you have learned all these lessons to the trail of people that you have? And I'm not saying men have to go back and like talk to every person 
Well, kind of. I feel like y'all do need a 12 step program. And a part of that is like making amends with every person who you have harmed. It's just so interesting to me that we just don't talk about the trail of broken people or the broken pieces that are left behind. Like this isn't, and I'm sure this isn't the only story like this. Yeah, we for, assume that it's just Beyonce. Yeah, we assume that it's just Beyonce, and it can't be. Like Jay Z was old be. as fuck when he met B. Like, yeah. and I just, I wonder, I just wonder what that looks like, what that process actually looks like for black men, and why I get so frustrated with folks like Steve Harvey for continuously writing these fucking dating books. For black women, when, like, we know that black men, like, I often ask them now when I'm in conversation with them, like, where do y'all go to talk about your shit? Where do you go to be more human? Where do you go to really undo this masculinity that y'all are wearing as, like, a mask, really? Y'all do deserve more access to your feelings. Yeah. In a real way. In a way that does not make you feel like you are less than... A person, or as y'all like to call it, less than a man. <laughs> uh, and in fact, it will make you even more human <laughs> to really tap into those feelings. It, it allows you to move through the world so you can stop being less harmful. Bitch. Stop being so awful. Stop calling, referring to the people who birthed your children as some chick, regardless of your relationship to that person. Right. That person deserves more respect and honor. Shout out and love and care to the Cape Verdean woman who also lost a son that year. I'll also say thank y'all so much for tagging yourselves as Black Women of God's on Instagram. Yes! that up. Shout us out. Tag us. Let us know. Let us see you so we can honor and praise God ourselves. Amen. A woman. So a gender non-conforming spiritual practice. (laughs) (laughs) Black woman of God. So Rochester's judge, Letitia Astacio. And she got a black ass name. Yes. Rochester's judge, Letitia (laughs) Astacio, had to waste her time in court again Monday morning after being put in jail, after refusing to put her scram device back on after a release from custody, saying she would not pay for it, rightfully so. The scram device, commonly referred to as an ankle monitor, monitors Anastasio's blood alcohol content level. It is a required condition of her probation. Now, if you can recall last week when we were talking about Meek Mill, briefly, we talked about how the probation system is really messed up and even how the monitors that they wear, they make these people pay rent on them. So these people are put in positions where they have to uh, still report to an officer, have to follow very asinine rules and protocols and barely get access to jobs. And yeah, it's glorified imprisonment that they still have to pay for monthly. And so the former judge well, just you was get like, to be hung. <laughs> the former judge just refused. Now, granted, this judge is behaving badly, true enough. And out here turning up, <laughs> you know, the homie needs, if y'all got a lift referral code for my nigga, go yeah, ahead and send it. <laughs> Bitch, you need to stop driving if you're gonna put back this many whiskey, whiskey gingers. 
<laughs> Treatment. <laughs> so Astacio served 60 days in jail back in June for a DWI or a driving while intoxicated charge. At her release, she was put on probation in order to wear the ankle monitor. She now says adding probation to that sentence was against the law. She has filed a motion which will be argued in December. As she was led out of the courtroom in handcuffs, this was on Monday morning when she was wasting her time in court, Mm -hmm. Astacio continued to talk to the judge saying it was, quote, illegal for him to be putting her in jail while checking this mediocre judge's interpretation of the law. So pretty much what happened during this uh, scene that y'all can find on World Star Hip Hop. World Star! Judge Astacio can be seen uh, telling the judge... You cannot send me back to jail. It is illegal to add time to my sentence. And I just found out I had a court date. Like an hour ago and I'm still here, bitch. You can't do this. Update. She pretty much uh pled guilty and pretty much got time served. <laughs> and she basically said, Who wants to serve time in jail? Jail sucks. So basically she pled guilty to one of eight of the probation violations. Mm-hmm. And they pretty much sentenced her to time served. So she is now out. And Astacio continues to receive her $174,000 salary as an elected judge. Yay! <laughs> the New York State Judicial Commission. <laughs> they want to use that as a reason to lock her up. Like, she's still getting her pension. It's not her fault. This nope. is the New York State Judicial Commission's fault. They met last month, but they have not issued any indicator as to whether or not they discussed Astacio's standing on the bench. <laughs> she still got a whole last job when she comes out, huh? We hope she is using that salary to get the treatment, respite, and ongoing care that she deserves instead of prison. Anastasio, girl, you got to put that bottle down. If you, you don't pick up. it up, mm-hmm. you got to get a bike. You got no, don't get on no, a bike. Bitch, get get you some, get bike. you some walking shoes. You know, yes. don't buy no red, red bottoms. bottoms. <laughs> them ain't walking shoes. They not. No, they bloody shoes. But them not really for walking. That no. will make your ass again hop in the car real quick. Yeah, but Just say she no, sis. still the gods because you know. We still deserve a reprieve. We still deserve forgiveness and we deserve support. You know, I feel like she just needs a slap on the wrist. She has too bright of a future for her to be locked away in jail. So smart. So just a talented judge. To also demonstrate, even when you know the law, it does not protect oh, you. No. Like, I think one of her violations is like uh, her alcohol level spiked. Uh, because she used some type of foot cream or something like that with alcohol in it. And one of the terms of her probation is she isn't supposed to possess anything with alcohol in it. Lord. So that's what I'm saying. Like, these things can become really asinine really quickly mm. if not checked properly. Right. And the fact that you have to get a, a a bracelet off of already serving your time seems a little harsh. Like... If you want to monitor her alcohol intake, why not put her in treatment? Like, why not require treatment and then let the decision be made about around whether or not she's attending treatment? I don't know, child. Like, you're just going to be like, here, put this monitor on. We're going to put you back in your house where you can have access to alcohol and dare you not to drink it. 
Right. And then the judge is making a snap judgment. I think that's what's also fascinating that these people on these benches are able to Mm. just really make snap decisions about you going to prison. In a matter of seconds. Right. You should have to think really closely about any of these choices. Like, it should be like, we need a couple of hours to decide whether or not we really find it worth your time to be in prison. That's how we should treat it. You're being locked away in a cage. Two days after she was released, she was picked back up. So, like, for the same issue around alcoholism, like, clearly this person needs more than imprisonment. Right, right. Come on now. So, shout out to Judge Letitia Anastasia, girl. I hope you get what you need. You still got and girl. We can't be out here driving, putting people's lives in danger, okay? Oh, sure. So, uh, I figure if this is news for the Shade Room and BuzzFeed, God damn it, it's news on the Black Joy mixtape. Oh, yeah. Our homie Cecily Duggan at Bad Fat Black Girl was uh has recruited more fat black women into our us we're the ours ours, into our crew and landed on the shade room and buzzfeed this week the crew of size 18s and above bitch listen plus size gabray (laughs) sidney yes as well as Danielle Brooks and the crew. Just in the elevator serving looks on the Instagram. On honey. the way to your man house was the caption. <laughs> that Gabby put on the post. So what That sound like she was hanging out with Cecily. Oh, absolutely. Like <laughs> Cecily, I tell her this shit all the time. Like, if I plan on running for office, I either need to A get my talking points together or she's just going to be a very lovely center of whatever controversy I get in. Now, if you don't remember or, you know, you were day two Black Joy mixtape listener, you will remember. <laughs> Twas the night before the Breakfast Club. Featuring Cecily Bowen. It was a funky good time. Amber, it, we recorded it the night before. Amber, you know, was on the Breakfast Club last year. We about to come up on that anniversary. What a time to be alive. Amen. And now Cecily wow. is continuing to just continue to thrive and flourish. And earlier this week, you know, she got complimented by Maxwell on her dimples. She interviewed Idris Alba. Just out here thriving, just becoming the cool journalist bitch. Khadijah, if you will yes that's what well, that's what we like to call it yes and while also just letting y'all know that you know we out here being great and sexy yes we have to get her back to dc during the weekday here soon honestly to truly. make her guest appearance so basically she was in this photo looking sickening and someone some hater on tw- um instagram wrote i hate all three of you bitches <laughs> and was ignored and proceeded to write another comment like i don't even care to read this troll's comment it was very rude but gabby literally just had like laid down the prayer of a lifetime on this woman she said i'm not sure why you're so mad i don't need to know why betty uh what i do know is that you are clearly suffering and you're probably reaching out in nastiness in order to get some attention and you've got mine you have my attention and my concern, and now my hand is extended to you in prayer 
that your situation in your heart is healed. I don't have to know your needs to ask the Lord to provide those needs to you so you can get the fuck out my comments. She didn't say that. I did. May you receive this prayer in love and may God's peace and guidance fall on you and lift you and keep you in love. I say. I'm so glad she took her time out of her day to write that shit because the picture deserved it. They look great. They okay? really do. Talk so shout out to Cecily Bowen. Again, check out track seven towards the night before Breakfast Club and another Woo. featured guest of this great podcast. TT the Artist gets black women of gods. If y'all remember, TT the Artist was featured on track 15, Petty, Winning Steady. And, and does and continues to do so. TT the Artist out here letting y'all know she ain't called the artist for nothing. TT this week continues to show all y'all why she is the ill director with the premiere of Stupid by Collada, which also features TT on the song, meaning the homie secured two bags on a song that should inevitably be featured on a black and sexy TV five-minute montage of niggas cooking grits because they usually <laughs> only write about 10 minutes of content. For a 20-minute episode. <laughs> And now you see black people doing nothing but smiling at one another, eating chicken wings off of fucking styrofoam plates on TV. Or at a house party function, just waiting being for, awkward. Right, being awkward as fuck, <laughs> waiting for the moment when Chef Julian comes out and says something fucking stupid. I love black and sexy TV. I really do. Man, black people have no jobs on there. Have they just no got, clue what they do. If they successful, you just kind of get inferences that they successful. But like they got like a call center job. Yeah. Or <laughs> <laughs> ain't Wendy like a marketing executive or something? No, on sexy TBD. She's the only one with a car though. I know. That. <laughs> <laughs> so she works somewhere part time. Man, Ruby lover friends. That nigga Jay ain't never have a job. It was great. Like also, I feel like when uh that guy was out like that dude had to be selling drugs oh like, absolutely <laughs> the weed man like he was just way too mobile and talked way too much shit <laughs> that show was also good mind you i don't have nobody's sus- subscription to black yes, and sexy you do. tv numa is listening to this shit and i just want to let you know girl we ain't using nobody's password <laughs> we we subscribing to fuck <laughs> out of black and sexy tv the <laughs> premiere network for black progressives yes <laughs> i know i enjoy just looking at black people just be mundane like they ain't extra no they aren't they're just cute they sexy yeah that's what they are black and sexy and that's it and that is enough <laughs> no substance i'm like why do y'all even like chef julian like why is a fine broke nigga still appealing to the masses man selling chicken and popcorn like what? And not even his chicken and popcorn recipe. Some- so can I please use your mama recipes for my restaurant? No. Yes, Julian. Yes, you can. Well, we we fuck with black and sexy TV. Oh, we just absolutely. got jokes. I love black and sexy. I literally like love watching it. Like I do too. It's so relaxing to just see black people talking and on my TV developing storylines however they choose to develop them. Dennis and Numa have been out here for a long ass time. Just I, it. I definitely watched the movie. It's a good day to be black and sexy. Oh, many times. And just have watched them grow 
grow from these clips on YouTube, these shorts to full ass episodes to now a full ass paid network subscription yeah. is dope as fuck. But shout out to TT, the artist who got Black yes. Women of Gods. And y'all should totally have TT new song that she's featured on with Kalana on one of the montages Definitely. is the point. Definitely. <laughs> So, Jasmine, uh, yeah, where can they find you online? Y'all can find me at Jazz On Your Mind on Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter. And I'm just Amber J. Phillips on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow me on Facebook. In addition to that, make sure you follow Black Joy Mixtape on Twitter and Instagram. And like we told you at the top of the show, a subscribe and a rate and a comment on iTunes. Please. Pretty please. We'll or wherever that. you download podcasts, just download it. Yes. Download it and then delete it off your phone and then go to SoundCloud. No, don't <laughs> delete that shit. <laughs> I, I know how y'all niggas is with y'all space on y'all phone. Y'all ain't never got no space on your phone. All them screenshots and them uh, iMessages be taken <laughs> up all your Yeah, so I understand. Just let it download, delete it, and then, you know write us amen and then tell your friends uh recommend it to at least three people so that they can download it show them how they can download it and then they can decide whether or not they gonna delete it to make space for them screenshots Mm-hmm. all right well that was a great show jasmine i hope you feel better Ugh. hope you enjoy the ocean side look y'all we gave y'all really good shows back to back do not i really did try i am sick yes <laughs> and then i'm about to go to work mm-hmm. <laughs> in florida Pray for me. Yes. <laughs> All right, Jasmine. Happy yeah, birthday. Happy I 30. Yeah. Scorpio season, bitch. This is Amber J. Phillips, the high priestess of Black Joy. And this is Jazz giving us out. And you just listened to the Black Joy mixtape. And what it do? Nah, not when you look like me. Nah, this pussy ain't free. <laughs>